So the environment you're in, the things you're around, they're going to distract you. If you're if you have a goal, any goal, you want to make sure you limit the distractions so it makes it easier to focus on that traction. everybody and welcome to vibing out with texany i'm your host with the most texany aka mr world vibe and what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas knowledge and perspectives welcome back to the podcast guys i'm super excited to reintroduce to restart our mind body soul series i'll admit I I love doing the Mind, Body, Soul series, but I will say it's actually quite a lot of work to release three episodes a week with three different topics and subjects and to keep making sure I'm recording, editing, releasing the podcast, promoting them. It's been tough lately with my other business and stuff, but that's not to say in excuses. I'm back. I'm excited to do these episodes, the Mind, Body, Soul series. I feel like a lot of people benefit from them. And yeah, I love giving the perspectives from each mind, body, and soul. That's that's the areas of life I live in. That's the areas of life I look at for myself, for my own holistic growth, and when I help people as well with their own holistic growth journeys. So super excited to talk about four ways to increase your focus today. And we're going to be doing Mind, Body, Soul series for the rest of 2022. We're going to be doing it every week. I'm not stopping until at least until the end of the year. So that being said, let's get this going, yeah? Before we start, I just want to say thank you. As always, I want to show my support, my gratitude for you guys for listening. Whether it's your first time listening or your hundredth time listening, I appreciate you for being here. Uh, Yeah, it means a lot. If you enjoy the podcast, if you're liking the series, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You know, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. I'm going to be releasing my podcasts, even though they're just just audio. I'm going to be releasing them on YouTube as well. And yeah, so make sure you're subscribed and follow me on Instagram at vibingoutwt. There's so many ways to support this community, and I appreciate any way you want. If you want to get a t-shirt, all right, the V1 Classic t-shirt with the logo at the front and the Vibing Out definition at the back, we don't have a lot left, but we do have sizes small, medium. We have a few more large and extra large, but not too many, so make sure you get one. All the links are in the description of this episode. I also have my ebook, How to Vibe Out. That was so fun to make. That was so fun to write. We have it in ebook and audiobook version. Again, just check out the links in the description of this episode if you want to get any of these this merch or support. Okay. So that being said, we can now get started. Okay, I've plugged my stuff enough. <laughs> Let's get this going. Uh, so I do like doing these mind episodes, but I'll admit, I really kind of feel like I'm giving tough love when I talk about these mind-related episodes. I love the mind part of the mind, body, soul, because I feel like my mentality is very strong, very strict, very like militant at times. I feel like people in my life kind of get annoyed when I explain my mentality because it's not, I don't think it's the same as everyone else around me, but I do think it's important to be focused, right? In this episode, we're going to be talking about ways to increase your focus. 
I could always increase my focus. I mean, I'm going to be sharing with you four tips, but these are things I've learned over time. They're things I need a reminder of. So as much as I'm giving you guys tough love in this one and trying to, you know, give you some really good tips, I also need it for myself. So I'm not perfect. I'm saying like, this is important for me to make sure I live, I live by, I just practice what I preach and do this as much as I can. So let's get started. The first way to increase your focus, it actually starts with the night before. So if you have a long day tomorrow or a very busy day and you know you have something going on, like a lot of things, a lot of tasks, it's going to be a busy day, lots going on. It starts with the night before. You have to plan your day ahead. You have to, okay? And what I mean by plan it, I don't just mean sit in your head and just say, yeah, I guess I'll do this. I guess I'll do that after at that rough amount of time. Uh, Maybe about 12 o'clock to 6 p.m. I'll do that. Like, this is not specific enough. You have to write down your day, okay? I have a quote here. This is a study that was conducted And it says you're 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Writing down your goals not only forces you to get clear on what exactly it is you want to accomplish, but doing so plays a part in motivating you to complete the tasks necessary for your success. I honestly cannot agree anymore with this. Like I said, I I, I wish I could live by these as much as I talk to you guys about them. Some days I write down my day ahead. Some days I don't. But I know for a fact, when I plan my day the night before, that day is so much more productive. If I just write it down, 42% more likely to achieve a goal just by writing it. So that means pen to paper, pencil to paper. You can also plan it on your phone. That works too, but there's something different. I, I swear, there's something different when you actually physically write down what you want to do. It connects differently, so... In any case, make sure you plan your day the night before. This gives you so much more chance of success. When you wake up, you just, you're focused from the moment you get up, right? For me, like sometimes I snooze and I really hate snoozing. Like it's like my enemy. I've made a podcast about this, how snoozing is an enemy of mine because it gets in the way of my success. But when I write down my day the night before, when I wake up, I know that my first task, let's say it's meditating or drinking a coffee or planning out my day or like starting with something in the morning, I know that if I snooze, that first part of my day is going to be backlogged. Now, the second part is going to be backlogged. So I know that I'm messing up my entire daily schedule if I sleep in. So that is a deterrent. So that stops me from sleeping in. Just by knowing what I'm doing and having it written down the night before, that fights the urge to snooze. So I wake up with with that with that laser-like focus when I have written down what I want to do. So that's number 1. Starts with the night before, plan your day, write it down. Number 2 is get a good sleep. All right? So that's why number 1 is start with the night before. You got your night planned, your day planned. Number 2 is get a good sleep, okay? We're in sleepy September. I feel like I just keep re- returning to this idea of sleep, but it's true for focus, better focus, better cognitive attention capacity, better memory functioning, and overall mental and physical performance that all comes from high quality sleep. So if you know how to get a great sleep, if you know how much sleep you need to function, 
That's why you need to get a good sleep. So if you want to focus tomorrow, you have a big uh, event coming up and you have to stay focused or you have a big speech or you have to play an important um, match, a physical sport or something like that, you need to make sure you get a good sleep the night before. That will help you stay so much more focused because your brain and your body are limited to how much rest you give them. So if you don't give yourself a great rest, you're basically like shooting yourself in the knee because now it's going to be way harder for you to do the entire to go through the entire day. And even think about I think about when I was in school like in university, you know, all-nighters, people would always like, you know, you'd have to pull an all-nighter to study for an exam. It would make the next day so tough. The exam would be so tough because you didn't sleep at all. So everything you just tried to remember, you're going to forget it. You need sleep to reconsolidate the information you've learned. Rest your brain. Your body needs rest too. So that's just an example of how people try to avoid sleep because they need to focus the next day. But it's really the opposite. You need to get a good quality sleep so that you can perform at your best the following day. So now step three. So that's step one. Starts with the night before. Step two, get a good sleep. And step three is about having less distractions and more traction. So I want to get into that. It was an amazing concept I learned from this guy named Nir Ayal. I never pronounce his name properly, but N-I-R, his last name's E-Y-A-L. Nir Ayal. He created a book called Indistractable. And I was listening to one of his audiobooks, or I must have heard him on a podcast or something. He was talking about the difference between distractions and traction. So think about what the words actually mean. Traction, that's anything that pulls you towards your goal. So if you're creating traction, you're moving towards your goal, which is important, right? So let's say your goal is to, I don't know, finish writing a paper, right? And maybe some people are back in school now, it's September. So let's say your goal is to write a paper or get some sort of project or report done. Anything that's related to traction will pull you closer to that goal. For example, making time to plan out research, making time to sit there and start a rough draft, making time to edit the rough draft, getting people to peer review and and, and check over your work and edit it. These are all things that are related to traction. They're pulling you towards that end goal. Now, on the other hand, distractions are things that are not related to your goal. So it's distraction. See how in the, the word itself creates the meaning? So whatever distracts you from the goal. So let's say you're planning out and researching for this paper or report. If you're on your phone looking on Instagram or TikTok, which many of us do. I mean, I'm, I'm susceptible to that too. I have a phone. I'm a human. <laughs> so yeah, being on your phone will be a distraction obviously, right? But what if you made the time to plan out, you know, you had like an hour, you made you made an hour of your day to do research and planning. And what if after that hour, you said, you know what, I'm going to plan out a 10 minute break. So I get to just unplug from my work for 10 minutes and do what I want. So now that relaxation time, that break time, is not actually distraction. It's traction because you've planned out time to take a break, relax, and then go back into your work. So see how you can be on your phone, Instagram, TikTok, but that can be traction because that can pull you towards your goal if you've planned it out. Whereas if it's just 
subconsciously you just keep grabbing your phone subconsciously you just keep eating and watching tv and being distracted and doing this and that and you're just not focusing on your goal these distractions will obviously pull you away they're going to pull you away from your goal and attraction is going to pull you towards it so that's to say that a lot of times we focus on what we need to do but we need to also think about what we need to not do so we need less distractions that would give you more focus, right? So if you're trying to write a paper or you know write some report, that's why a lot of people put themselves in environments where there's less distraction. So let's say you wanna to go to a library. You're not gonna be distracted much in a library when you have everyone else is doing the same thing as you. They're quiet, they're focused, or they're trying to focus, and they're doing their own thing. Whereas if you try to, I don't know, for me, if I, if I try to like write a paper or something and I went to, a busy park outside. I'm a people watcher. I'm going to look around so much and just keep looking at people. So the environment you're in, the things you're around, they're going to distract you. If you're if you have a goal, any goal, you want to make sure you limit the distractions so it makes it easier to focus on that traction. And then like I said, distractions are normal, like being on your phone, checking your phone, but if you time block, I've talked a lot about time blocking guys and how you actually just block out your day. It goes back to that step one, planning your day. If you plan out time to relax, take some recreation, that's okay because you've made time to, to actually slow down. And sometimes slowing down helps you speed up. You can't just stay at top gear the whole time. You need to downshift, down gear, get into a mode of relaxation. But if you have that planned out and you don't relax too much, you won't feel bad about it. It's going to be a healthy amount of relaxing. And that'll help you shift back into the work like mode, work focus. So yeah, less distractions. Take the things out of your life that don't serve you. Make the sacrifices. Prioritize where you are, what you're around. And ultimately create more traction by planning things out. Time blocking. Realizing that you can take breaks, but just keep them you know, a level of like maintain your breaks. And lastly, in this step three, I want to talk about flow. Flow is really important to know. There's a little um, kind of chart that you can picture with me. But basically, a flow state is when you're doing work, you're achieving a task. And it's like you're like lost in the task. Like, do you ever go to your job or do something fun or do some like activity? And time just flies. Time just flies because you're just so focused that you're just in the motion of things. You're in your element and it just time flies. You don't feel like you're, it's so tough where you're like struggling and you're anxious, but it doesn't feel so like easy that you can't, that you don't even need to focus on it. The perfect amount of difficulty where it's tough enough that forces you to focus and it requires just enough skill where you don't need to like, where you can get it done. It's like the perfect balance of difficulty and skill so you're not too anxious because it's too hard or it's not too easy where you're bored or too tough where you're like you can't do it that middle state is what the flow state is when you get into that flow state you are super focused so if things are too easy you know you're gonna find it's not gonna be fun it's not you're not gonna be able to focus for me like when i go to the gym um i usually try to set a time limit I mean, I don't have all day to just sit in the gym and do nothing. I usually give myself two hours max to work out. So because I have a time limit, 
that helps me focus. And sometimes I get into a flow and I'm just going, I'm just working out this set, that set, this exercise, that exercise. If I have too much time and I'm just going to be on my phone, scrolling, checking Instagram, checking posts, choosing songs, watching videos. It's like, I'm not even in what I'm doing. And if I have, if I don't have enough time, it's going to mess up the performance because I'm going to try to rush and it's going to be too difficult. So you can find enough, like you can find enough difficulty that matches your skill set and you can get into a state of flow that will help you stay focused, avoid the distractions and keep the traction. So yeah, I would encourage you to look up flow state, do some research that helps with that step three of less distractions and more traction. And last step, okay, step four, this is perhaps the most important one, but it's also the most, I guess, vague or broad one. So I want to save it for the last, for the end, because I want you to really think about this before we leave this podcast today. And it's knowing your why. When you know your why, the how will be figured out. So know your why and the how will be figured out. Think about any goal you have. Um, Think about a goal, something that you need to focus on. For me, my goal right now is losing 15 pounds. Okay, I'm 15 pounds over my like target weight. And I feel slower. I feel sluggish. I can see the fat. I see exactly where the fat sits right behind my back. I found out where I look, where the fat is. It's behind my back. So I know, I know the goal. The goal for me, lose 15 pounds. If I really know why I want to do it, then I'll figure out how to get it done. For me, my why in terms of like achieving, you know, the the best body I can, the healthiest body I can, the top like functioning body is because I've grown up through my teenage years, my early adult years, being an athlete, being athletic, playing sports, having high endurance. And I've benefited from that my whole life by having generally a fit body. It helps me with my mind, helps me with my like uh, energy levels, helps me so much being fit. So I don't want to ever know what it feels like to not be that way. Like I'm actually afraid of of not being an athlete, not feeling like I can function at, you know, top, not top level, but I want to be able to do things. Like if someone says, let's go for a run, I'll be like, yeah, let's go for a run. Or if someone says, hey, Tex, let's play some basketball. I'll be like, yeah, sure, for sure. Let's play some basketball. Like, I want to be able to do things because my body allows me to. That's what being an athlete is to me. I can do a multitude of things physical-wise, and it's not that tough. So my why for my losing 15 pounds is to maintain the identity of being athletic because that's who I really am to my core. So now that I know and I've identified myself with an athlete, the how, I'm going to figure out how. Like, I've, I've... lost this weight before i know i need to eat clean track my calories avoid extra calories and especially sugary foods i love sugary foods guys i love it so much so yeah i know i know my my why i'll figure out the how and i'm do and i'm doing that right my why is my priority you have to make your why the priority so any goal you have i gave my example with fitness Maybe, you know, that's a pretty common goal, health goals. Maybe, for example, you have a goal of saving up a certain amount of money. Maybe you want to save up $50,000. 
For you, that might be the why might be to save up for a house for you and your family. You know, that that's a pretty honorable goal. If you know why you want to do it and, and your why is strong enough and it's such a priority because you have a family and you don't want to be caught in this like rent trap everyone's caught into. You want to grow wealth and build equity and kind of upgrade your finances. Then that's going to be your why. Save up $50,000. The how will will be figured out, guys. We all need to make money in life in this society. We find out how. We get a job. We work somewhere. We hustle. We get a side job. We do part-time jobs. We, We find out how. So if you know your why, you will find the focus when you understand the reason you're doing it in the first place. So that's kind of more kind of deep on a deeper level, but I'm sure if you have that conversation with yourself, it'll just increase that focus so much more so to recap number one starts with the night before plan your day write it down number two is get a good sleep because that helps your mind and your body so much more number three is less distractions and more traction so figure out what are your distractions and then figure out which things will pull you closer to your goal and lastly know your why and then the how will be figured out And that's it. I think those four will be everything you need to achieve your goals and get you focused. Like I said, for me, this podcast just helps me so much because now it gives me that like it just reestablishes what I need to do. And I hope this episode helped you or will help you in the future with your goals, with your focus. Let me know how you enjoyed the episode. Message me at VibingOutWT on Instagram, Twitter, same thing. If you have my number, just text me. Let me know how you thought the episode was and if it helped you, if it benefited you. I love the support, the feedback. That is why I do this, guys. I love to know that what I do makes a difference. This is a community and it's a cause. Like it's a it's a good cause. I want people to be benefiting from what we do here. So yeah, let me know how you liked it. We have our body episode coming in a few days. So stay tuned for that. I'll see you soon, guys. I'm pumping out as much content as I can this week. That is my goal for you guys. So yeah, we'll keep in touch. All right. See you then. Take care. Have a good day. This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most, Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe, and I'm signing out. Peace.